family, I'm so happy to announce the launch of my brand new premium podcast. It's called Ideas That Matter Plus. This is an exciting new development that we've been working on for some time. This after seeing a lot of you request coming through saying thank you for what we've done and wanting more. Ideas That Matter Plus is a more targeted podcast that focuses on business strategies and more high-level thinking to help highly ambitious entrepreneurs, SMEs, business owners and founders, even the CEOs of big business. It only costs 450 Rand per month and will be coming in, but I mean coming in hot. So, subscribe now to Ideas That Matter Plus, now available on Spotify or Apple Podcast Store. Sayonara. It's time to take your seat at the table. Find out how with Vosi Tembeguayo as we discuss ideas that matter. A catalyst for bold action. Hello family and welcome to another episode of the VT Podcast. Just this past week we spoke about dreams and dreamers. I asked you to give yourself the permission to suspend all of the constraints of the known world and move into the space where you could dream of things to be exactly as they could be. My sense is is that that's a big part of how genius manifests. Generally, people who are seen, perceived, and then renowned to be geniuses first start with a dream. A dream to put a man on the moon. A dream to make space travel affordable. A dream to colonize Mars. Just a dream to sail from one continent to another. They all start by having the ability to dream. This week, I want to go to this incredible place called Clarity. And I want you to ask yourself the question, how clear are you? How clear are you right now about the things you're doing, why you're doing them, and where you want to go? How clear are you right now about the goals you have for your life and why you have those goals? How clear are you right now about the relationships that you have in your life and how those relationships feed you and you in turn feed them? See, in the world of high performance, there is a phenomenal premium to be paid for crystal clarity. And so one of the things high performance trainers and artists do is they envision the end result constantly in their minds. Before the run down that 100 meters gauntlet, the athlete sees themselves cross the line. The reason all of these are important is because if you don't have clarity, it's very difficult to get your body to follow and perform. So I'm just asking you to ask yourself the question, How clear are you? See, clarity is a gift. And it's not just a gift to yourself, but more importantly, it's a gift that you give to the world and the universe. So there are ways in which we need to be clear. And there are levels of our lives where we need to have absolute and utter clarity. The antithesis of clarity is clutter. It's equal and exact opposite. This idea that things are cluttered, that it's full. You hear the word clutter and in your mind you can almost imagine a cabinet that is not properly filed. 
you can almost imagine a wardrobe where the clothes are not properly stacked, not by color and not properly folded. Everything is just thrown in. You know, for a lot of us, that's exactly what's happening in our brains almost every day. Stuff is being thrown in all the time and we don't take the time to remove ourselves and file it. File that conversation you just had with a friend that didn't go well. File the emotions that you felt as you went through that conversation. File that confrontation that you just had with that person who gossips about you at the office. File the conversation you just had with a best friend who told you your business idea will never work. Don't just move to the next thing. Pause and file it. And file it simply means allow yourself the time and space to process it. Process what just happened and how it made you feel. And more importantly, what it is you intend to do or not do based on that feeling, that moment, and those emotions. But you absolutely have to file it. I had a development conversation with one of my team members the other day. And she had emotionally reacted to something that had happened at the office. And I think this is quite common, really. Something happens, it stimulates you, you're emotionally angry, you're in the moment, and you then immediately respond. And let me just say this because I think it's important and my spirit feels that I need to say it now. Leaders don't react. Because by definition, reacting means that your basis of your action is somebody else's actions. I'll say it again. Of the very fact that you are reacting, it means that the basis of what you're about to do or say is what the other person did or said. Now, you can read literature books about leadership as long as you want, and you will find that there is a single common theme. Leaders set the agenda. They don't allow the agenda to be set for them. Now, this all sounds great, right? But what happens when you're in the space, the moment of confrontation, and you're arguing with someone? How do you find the time and space not to react? You know what you do? You use the most powerful weapon all leaders have. Perspective, distance, time. First, perspective. Things are not as they are. Things are as we see them. So start first by asking the question, how am I perceiving this entire confrontation? Now recognize you can't perceive a confrontation while you are in the confrontation, comrade. So the point about it is that if you want to perceive the confrontation, you have to remove yourself from it. You have to take yourself out of that moment. It's kind of like when people talk about how I had a out-of-body experience. It means they literally left themselves and watched themselves from a third-eye view. And so what I'm asking you is give yourself time to frame your perspective. The second is distance. Have you ever noticed how distance is a fundamental part of how we see things? Sometimes the closer we are, the clearer we are. Other times, the farther we are, the clearer we are. If you want to see a beautiful landscape, right, of Manhattan or New York City, you know what you do? You get in a helicopter and you go 30,000 feet into the sky. Let's say 10,000 feet into the sky. And from there, you get to see the entire scenery that is a New York City. You get to see the entire scenery that is a Joburg town. You see the entire scenery that is a Shanghai. Why? Because you have lifted yourself 
changed your perspective and given yourself the great gift of distance. So when you're finding yourself in that moment in space, these are the tools of clarity. First, perspective. Second, distance. But most importantly, time. Time. Time is one of those things, if not the only thing, that human beings can neither manufacture, produce, copy, or reproduce. Time is a gift. It's linear, it starts at one point, and at another point it ends. And every moment that happens is an incredible gift, because that moment will never be, never again, not exactly like that. So time is a great gift in the work and world of clarity. Because when you're looking for clarity about things in your life, events as they unfold, relationships as they manifest, goals and dreams, whether or not they come true or don't come true, these deep feelings of emotional stress and distress that you're feeling, give yourself time. Just allow yourself to wait. There are some things that you have to wait to play out as they play out. For me, 2020 was that. It was the year where I had to learn how to be patient. And here is how I liken it. The idea of quicksand is that if you stand on quicksand, you sink. The only way to sink faster on quicksand is if you try and wiggle and run away. The faster you wiggle, the faster you sink into the quicksand. Time and patience is kind of very similar. As you learn the great gift of throwing time at a problem, and I want you to think of it that way, throw time at the problem. Let time solve the problem. And what that means is give yourself the time to take a step back and let that issue manifest itself. Let it, as they say in strategy, play itself out. As you do that, that's you standing still on the quicksand. I'm not naturally that guy. I'm quite the goal-driven guy. I'm the go-getter. I'm the aggressive guy who gets things done. But what I found last year is the faster and more vigorously I wiggled, the deeper I sank away from my clarity about what I wanted to do. So time, perspective, and distance. So where do you need clarity in your life? First, you need clarity in your intent. Why do you want to do what you want to do? Be very clear about what you're driven by. What is that deep, just cause that burns inside your stomach? The thing that makes you wake up in the morning and say, this is why I do what I do. Make sure that there is absolute clarity in intent because this is the most fundamental place to start. Because if you're clear about your why, you can endure almost any how. If you're clear about the original intent for which you want to do something, Every time you fail, you will recognize that what you have found is the pathway not to take. But you're still clear on the just cause, the why, and the destination. The second is to have clarity over your actions. Why do you do what you do?
Waste no time and no effort. Take nothing for granted and most importantly, take yourself seriously. Make sure that there is absolute clarity in your actions and the things that you do. Now, the caveat. Two weeks ago, I get a call from a young man named Michael. I've known Michael for a long time now, I'd like to say a couple of years, and I've watched him grow and develop as a leader. Michael says the following to me. He says, hi, Vusi, I've just been given this most amazing opportunity to develop this, this website and build this, this technological product for this client to do this thing. Michael is a techie, he's a geek, he codes and he creates uh, websites and apps and stuff that allows big businesses to do things they want to do, reach more customers, transact with more customers, collect better data, function more efficiently. That's the world that he works in. He says, I've been talking to this customer for this time and they've finally come on board and they want me to develop this product, but I don't know how to price the product. So I ask him the following question. I said, tell me a bit more about how it came about that they came to you. The company you're telling me about is a blue chip. They could have gone to any of the large consulting firms. Why you? He says, well, I chased the opportunity. You know, I was talking to them. I was talking to the CTO and I chased this opportunity and I told them that I could do it. And now they've bought in and I want to do it. I said, well, let's take a step back here and let's look at this thing broadly. Let's give ourselves time. Let's shift our perspective. See, your excitement tells me that you're right in the thick of it, which means by design, you don't have clarity of perspective. So I said, well, let me introduce that to the conversation. I said the following. First, it's a tech product. By design, first iteration won't be last iteration. What that means is you will build a product A. You're going to have to throw resources at building that platform or that product. Then you're going to have to throw resources at maintaining that platform and that product. But the client's business is going to be changing, which means you're going to have to throw even more resources to the upgrade, the upkeep. The operating systems on the mobile phones are going to change. So you're going to have to throw more resources to upgrading and making sure that this thing works. The consumer behavior is going to change. So you're going to have to throw more resources to changing the technology and making sure that it functions in the way the consumers work, not the way the business works. I said to him, what's your time horizon with this business? He says, well, I, I just wanted to build a thing, man. Like, I, I came upon this opportunity. You know, this, this, this is going to be good money, dog. This, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I'm getting ready to buy that Lambo, baby. I said, well, that's exactly the point. See, you're seeing opportunity now, thing now. But what you're not seeing is not only does it come with opportunity, it also comes with obligation. So I asked him the question. I said, is your dream... Do you have proper clarity over that dream? And if you do, do you see yourself in five years time taking that same technology and product and selling it to other blue chips? Do you see yourself in five years time maintaining that technology or product? Where do you see yourself in five years time? Because there is almost no point, if it's not tragic, for you to spend this amount of time now building something that in five years' time you don't see as a part of your life. But not only that, and this is the more material point, I said to him, if you build it and run, you'll destroy something far greater than the business opportunity. 
you'll destroy your name, your credibility, your reputation. So what you can't do is think you can build version one, build for version one, and move on with your life. They won't allow that. You won't allow that. So the opportunity now, once it's examined through the lens of time, changes. You get to look at it and go, well, is this really a part of my three-year plan or my five-year plan? Do I really see myself working on this and scaling it and selling it to other businesses and other clients over the next 36 months? Or was it just the opportunity to get that Lambo, baby? I think a lot of us find ourselves in the space where we're given the most incredible opportunities. But here is the point I want to make. Take a step back and listen to this because it's very powerful. Every time you reach a point of clarity about your intent, clarity about your actions, and clarity about your goals, the universe will test your resolve. Ladies, have you ever come out of a hurtful relationship and promised yourself you don't want to date anybody for the next 12 months? And immediately when you promise yourself that, all the men start coming out of the woodworks and asking you out on a date. The way that works is, when you say what you want, God, the universe, will serve you what you don't want for one simple reason. To make sure that you are sure that what you want is actually clear to you. And so a lot of us say we want one thing, but actually what happens in our lives is as we go down the path of achieving that thing, the universe throws us with temptation and stimulation of its antithesis and we completely lose our way. You want to be a high-value individual, but you behave like a low-value person. You want to be involved in highly intellectual conversations, but you're not reading and informing yourself. You want to be an inspirational leader who gives back in society, but you're standing with your near-and-do-well friends at the water cooler gossiping. So the point about it is every time you reach a point of clarity, the universe will test your resolve. It'll throw all sorts of temptations at you and it'll say, look at me now, I'm shiny now. You can wait for five years, but right now, I am the shiny little trinket that you can get right now. And so many people fall for that trap and this is why they end up old and bitted. It's because they fell for the trap when their time and opportunity came and they lost that time and opportunity. So today's podcast was slightly longer than most, but I really needed to get into your mind the incredible gift of clarity. So now I ask you the question, are you clear? And are you clear on why you're clear, where you're going, what you want, how you see it manifest? Do you really have clarity? Again, next week, We'll be announcing fully the VT Mastery Program, the Vusi Tembegwaya Self Mastery Program, and how you can join that program. It's a paid-for program, but we'll announce all of the details next week. All of you who've sent comments and feedback, I want to say thank you so much for all of the comments and feedback that you've sent, and we'd love to hear more, particularly on the audio notes from all of you that send those comments and feedback. They're great, by the way, because they give me content and stuff to think about as we roll things out and as we take things forward. In fact, have a listen to this young lady who had this to say about one of our podcasts. 
awesome awesome tagline internal stories you know when i first heard internal stories i thought about the conversations that we have as peers as friends as colleagues however you kind of shifted it a bit and you speak about the internal stories that we have with ourselves in our minds and the integrity like material things that enter or that we consume whether it's knowledge whether it's um, opinions assumptions um, facts um, it's the integrity information that we consume each and every day whether we are subconsciously aware of it or not so I feel like it's a very lovely concept isn't that amazing I love how you've taken that concept and internalized it, how you thought through each of the nuances and issues around that. So please, send through more thoughts, send through more comments, especially on audio. We love hearing from them. The team loves hearing from them. Soon I'll be announcing about some of the other things that I'm doing, particularly on the global scale. But for now, it's thank you. And from our studios of Sound and Sounds in Joburg, goodbye and have an amazing week. We hope that you've drawn valuable lessons from this week's podcast. To partner with us, visit mygrowthfund.co.za or email info at mygrowthfund.co.za.